Aloha, people of God, live and direct from Honolulu, Hawaii. Welcome to the Fully Submitted Podcast. I am your host, Brother Mike Dillard. Man, man, man. Let me tell y'all something right quick, right, before we jump into this. You have to trust your discernment. Amen. You have to test everything by the spirit. Now, this is not what the overall message is going to be about, but this is very important that I put this out immediately. Okay, you have to test every spirit. Because even though somebody might say they're coming with a message from the Lord or whatever, you have to test that and you have to check what spirits are coming through that individual, what things are being released in that conversation, right? You have to be very careful. This is why the Lord has given us the Holy Spirit. We have the Holy Spirit inside of us, right? He's given us a shield of faith. So as the enemy is shooting those fiery darts, if you imagine one of those movies, like with one of those quick archers, right? And it's just like, choom, 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 choom. They're like shooting those arrows at rapid succession, right? But we have a shield of faith, amen? We have a shield of faith, the Bible says, with which we can extinguish those fiery darts of the, of the enemy. So when the enemy, as you're on guard, huh, I'm in my fighting stance and you're in the ready, huh, right? You got your shield in front of you. I'm getting lit now. <laughs> you got your shield in front of you, right? You're fully armored up. You got your shield. You're advancing on the enemy. Boom, 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 boom. You're taking steps towards the enemy. We don't move backwards. We move forward. The kingdom of God is on a forceful advance. Hallelujah, right? So as you're discerning, what is in that conversation is you're discerning what spirits are behind that person and what is the true nature of the conversation? What is the true intent of that conversation, right? You got your shield on the ready, right? Hallelujah. And you're blocking, bing, 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 bing. You're blocking all those fiery darts. You don't let them get in. You don't let them get in, right? You don't allow yourself to get all, uh, you know, all worked up emotionally. You don't do that. Mm -mm, mm -mm. Stand in peace. Hallelujah. It's a weapon. You stand in the peace that the Lord God has given to you. You discern those things. You look at it. You pick it apart spiritually. And then if it is of God, very well, it can stay. If it is not of the Lord, out in the name of Jesus, nip it, cast it out, keep it moving, shut down that conversation. You don't owe that person nothing. Shut it down. Keep it moving. Right. If they're not coming from the most high God, if they're not coming with love and kindness and appreciation and warmth and, you know, if they're not coming from the Lord, then it's subterfuge. Even if they don't realize it, it is subterfuge. It's a trap. Right. It's a Trojan horse. We don't play that in the kingdom of heaven. Right. We don't play that. Test every spirit by the Holy Spirit. OK, there we have it. Just I needed to put that out. All right. So today's lesson, actually, <laughs> today's lesson, actually, we're going to entitle it. Pluck that bad boy out. 
pluck that bad boy out. Now, being that I use the word pluck, many of you are already going to have some idea what scripture, because of course I am talking to mature Christians. So, you know, there's not too many verses where they use the word pluck, right? To my knowledge, I'm only thinking of one scripture. There may be something else, but I I only remember one, one scripture that says pluck. We might look in the concordance and there may be others, but at any rate, here we go. So let's pull up the scripture, scriptural reference for today's episode. It comes from Matthew 5, verse, actually, no, we're going to go Matthew 5, verse 29 and 30. And so here we go. If your right eye causes you to sin, pluck it out and cast it from you. For it is more profitable for you that one of your members perish than for your whole body to be cast into hell. And if your right hand causes you to sin, cut it off and cast it from you. For it is more profitable for you that one of your members perish than for your whole body to be cast in hell. Amen. So we're going to do this a little bit differently today. I'm going to open up in prayer. Father, I come before you in the name of Jesus. Father, thank you for being such a wonderful God, such a loving God, such a caring God and a compassionate God. God, we know that you are our fortress. You are our strength. You are our shield. You are our salvation, almighty God. Hallelujah. Lord God, we look to you for strength. We look to you, God. Hallelujah. Even as that maidservant looks to her mistress, God, we look to you. These are trying days. These are trying times. And the scripture says that even the elect, you know, would be deceived. If, if, if that was possible, even the elect would be deceived. So what is going on right now in this world spiritually, Lord God, I just ask that you would help my brothers and sisters all around the world. That includes me, Master, that you would help us, please, to discern a matter. Hallelujah. And not be quick to just jump on the amen and the hallelujah train because somebody said, you know, they spoke a word of Christianese or they, they spoke a scripture. The devil spoke scripture. That don't mean nothing. We need to discern it. God, help my brothers and sisters, help the body of Christ to use wisdom in these last days because the devil, there is a very high level of deceit and guile and deception. Hallelujah. At work right now, at right now, the enemy wants your church to be blinded, almighty God. And I pray against that in the name of Jesus. I pray our eyes would be open, God. Hallelujah. I pray that we would test every spirit by the Holy Spirit. I pray that we would look under every nook and cranny, lift up every single rock and pick apart every single word and action that somebody does or they are saying, almighty God, that we would not be deceived because the Bible says that, right, we, we, we're, oh, what's the scripture? God, please help me. Help me with this. That we we know Satan's schemes, right? We, we know Satan's schemes, God. We're not, it's not like we, we're, oh, that's right. We are not ignorant of Satan's 
devices or his schemes. Thank you so much. So, God, I just I just pray this for my family, which is the entire body of Christ all over the world, God. And I know you answer this. I know you laid this on my heart to pray. And I know this is a yes. You said yes and amen before I even finished this prayer, God. Hallelujah. Thank you so much. I received this and I consider it done, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. Amen. This is finished. OK, so thank you so much. So let's look at that scripture, right? Right. Let me pull this up again. If your right eye causes you to sin. Now, we're going to pick this apart. OK, we're going to pick this apart. This is right. If your right eye. So if something is causing you to sin, if you are aware now, I'm talking to mature Christians, but I'm also talking to baby Christians. If you are a non-Christian, this is not really going to apply to you. But I please stay and listen anyway. Right. But I'm talking to the body of Christ right now. I'm talking to my family right now. OK, listen. There there are or there will be things or there have been things in your life in the past that have caused you to sin. OK, see. The temptation is not the sin. See, the world thinks about temptation differently than the scripture thinks about temptation. The world will tell you temptation is a sin. Temptation is not a sin. If temptation was a sin, then Jesus would have sinned. And we know Jesus did not sin. And that's how he was able to go to the cross because he never sinned. He is, he is, he am the perfect sacrifice. He am the propitiation for our sins. He is the replacement for us. Why? Because he walked it out perfectly. He did not break the law. He lived perfectly. He thought perfectly. The things that were coming out of his heart, perfect. Amen. Everything perfect. That's why Jesus was able to go on the cross in the place of you and me, because he was perfect. All right. He was perfect. Now, listen to this. We have things that have triggered us to sin. Oh, I, I got to back up the temptation. People say the temptation. Oh, oh, I was tempted. I was tempted. It was the temptation. But I learned this years ago and it was so empowering and freeing for me when I understood that the temptation was not the sin. See, it's what came after the temptation. You feel me, right? You being tempted or I being tempted, uh, it's, it's not the sin. And the devil, the devil will tempt you with something that he thinks that you want or maybe even that you need. He's going to tempt you with that. He's not going to come at you with something that you don't want. For example, everybody that knows me knows I loathe mayonnaise and cigarettes and, and, and pipes and any type of smoking thing. I loathe drugs. I despise these things. Right. So if the devil came at me like, hey, Mike, how about some marijuana, buddy? I'd be like, man, get that junk out of my face. Right. I don't get, get it out of here. Like, well, I don't want that. That's not something I would even be remotely tempted by. Why? Because there's nothing in me for that thing to register with. You understand that? There's nothing. There's nothing there. It, it's not even a temptation. You wasted my time. Get out of my face. Right. If he wanted to tempt me, he would have to come at me. With something that might 
interests me. It doesn't mean I'm going to do it, but it might be like, look at this. Hmm, hey, buddy, look at this. Look at that. Something that maybe I've struggled with before in the past or like when the enemy came at Jesus, he came at Jesus, right? He was in the wilderness. Jesus really was hungry. He was fasting. If I don't know if you've ever tried to do a 40-day fast before. You know, I, I've I've done a 48 fast, but it was what we call a staggered fast. That's that's for a whole nother lesson. That's something the Holy Spirit taught me. But I've never done like a straight through 40 day fast with no food and no water. Like Jesus, that's no joke. So and he was in the desert. So, you know, when the devil came to tempt him with some food. Right. Which and that really wasn't, you know, he's tempting him about the food. But really what really what he was after. He wanted Jesus to step out of line and use his power for himself. You know, you know, he he wanted to take he wanted Jesus to take orders from Satan, like Satan, do this, do that. Right. He wanted Jesus to step out of line. Right. So that whole conversation, as we used to say in New Jersey, was whack. It was totally whack. Right. It was it was it was foul. It was deceitful. It was disingenuous. It was dishonest. It was deceitful from the very get go. And of course, Jesus already peeped it out. So he didn't do that. He said he spoke the word of God. Boom. Bow. That was that. Right. But look at this. So, again, if your right hand causes you to sin. So there's a condition here. Something has triggered you to sin. If it causes you to sin, so it's talking about sin. This is the step after the temptation, okay? You're tempted with something. The temptation is not the sin because you would agree with me. If you're tempted, it's almost like you're standing and there's something's pulling you. The, the thing that's tempting you to, to sin and do evil, let's say it's pulling you to the left. But then you have you know, the desire to do good and godly and, and to be holy and upright, pulling you to the right, right? So you have a choice. Humans have free will. God has given every human free will. You have a choice. Whether you choose to, con to continue in that sin, well, whether you choose to go into the temptation, follow that, or whether you choose to walk away and say, no, nah, I'm not with that. I'm not doing that. The Lord rebuke you. I'm, I'm not doing that. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. You see, you get to choose. So again, there's a condition here. Something is tempting you. Something is tempting you. And then you have to make a choice. Now, by being passive about it and saying, well, I'm not going to make a choice. You have made the choice. You can't not make the choice. Okay. You can't not make the choice. You either choose sin or you choose righteousness. There's no in between. The world wants you to think that there's a gray. There's no gray areas. It's righteousness or it's unrighteousness, right? It's holiness or it's unholiness, okay? Godliness or ungodliness. There are no middle, there's no middle ground, this whole concept of a middle ground is deceitful. It's something that Satan created to trip up man. So it kind of makes man feel like, well, you know, maybe if I don't get it right, <laughs> you know, I, I'll kind of be in purgatory and this and that, you know, uh, 
which means you can do whatever you want on earth. And then, you know, you're in purgatory and then, you know, somehow, some way you can get out. Man, that is such a lie. But the devil tells people what they want to hear. So anyway, when this situation, whatever it is, is coming up to tempt you, you have a choice. And see right here, what it tells you to do is pluck it out. Is You have an action. So you have a situation which has a temptation and is triggering you, right, to take action. Now, Jesus is telling you what action to take. He says, pluck it out. If it causes you to sin, pluck it out. Get rid of that thing. Do what you need to do to handle your business spiritually and get that thing out of your way. Because that is going to lead you to death. It's going to lead you to death. Now, let's look at this. Give me a second here while I pull this scripture up. All right, all right. We got, we gonna, we gonna do this, right? Give me one second. Here we go. Here we go. Okay. Okay, here we go. James 1, verse 15. This is the King James Version says, no, we got to go back a little bit further. We got to go back a little bit further. Give me one second. So we're going to go back. James 1, 15. Bear with me, please. As you know, this is a live and dynamic podcast, right? Come on. It ain't all perfect up in here. It just is what it is. Here it is. Okay. James 1, starting at 13. Let no one say when he is tempted, I am tempted by God. For God cannot be tempted by evil, nor does he himself tempt anyone. But each one is tempted when he is drawn away by his own desires and enticed. Then, so you see that? So there's the first part. They're tempted. You're tempted. I was tempted, right? But each one is tempted when he is drawn away by his own desires and enticed. It's like, okay, there is something on the inside of you that's like, ooh, you know what? That is a little bit interesting or maybe even a lot interesting, right? It is something that you want, even if it's just a little bit, okay? It is something that you want or you want it in the past or maybe you're like, you know, if it wasn't sin, I really would do that thing, you know, but it, it's something inside of you, right? But there was nothing inside of Jesus for the temptation. It was nothing. He He's perfect. He didn't he didn't sin and, and think in his heart like, oh, you know, I, I really would like to turn that, you know, those rocks into to bread right now. and Eat it. I really would like to. None of that happened in him. OK. But in us, many times we, we, we struggle with those thoughts. But you have a choice. Right. Because it says, but each one is tempted when he is drawn away by his own desires and enticed. Then when desire has conceived, it gives birth to sin and sin when it is full grown brings forth death. OK, so here it is right there. There it is right there. Right. We have to be very careful. OK, we have to be very careful and understand that, again, temptation is not the sin. Right. Right. Temptation 
is not the sin. It is the action afterwards. And this is another way the devil gets people. Well, you know what? You're already tempted anyway. It's like you're already in sin now. You may as well just go ahead and do it. But again, he, he, he uses I statements. So the devil or the demons is talking to you. They done hit you with an arrow, but they're using the words I. So it's popping up in your mind as you're saying this thing. Well, I have already, man, I'm already tempted. You know, oh, you know. Shorty is looking real good. I, you know, I'm already tempted. You know, I may as well go ahead and do that thing now. I've already got to ask for forgiveness. I may as well do, you know, X, Y, and Z. But see, the devil is a lie. He's a lie. The devil understands that you're not in sin yet. <laughs> you're not in sin yet. He tempted you. That's it. Right. But if he can get you to believe because you don't know the scriptures, if he can get you to believe that you already sinned, and then it's like, well, I may as well do X, Y, and Z. Come on, then he got you, right? And now is not the time. I told y'all, the, the grace that we had, you know, several years ago or whatnot, man, that, that's gone now. That's gone. Jesus is coming back very soon, right? Playtime is over. I told y'all, right? Stop your shenanigans now. Stop it. Something is going on on the world. It's going to be real bad this year. A lot of people are going to die, I'm telling you. It's going to be horrible, horrible. And the Holy Spirit is calling the church closer to him, right? So you spend more time with him. And as you spend more time with him, he's going to be bringing up the things out of your heart that need to get cleaned out, right? Things that the enemy is going to try and tempt you with. But see, if you go to the Lord, you spend time with the Holy Spirit. Guess what? You confess those things. And how do you pluck it out? We talking about this right now. He said, pluck it out. If thy right eye offend thee, pluck it out. So what's one way to pluck it out? Well, one way to pluck out something that tempts you is to get really good at telling on yourself, right? We were kids once. We was probably pretty good at some point on telling on somebody else. But when you come to Christ, you have to learn how to tell on yourself. You gotta go to the Father and you gotta be honest. Ooh, Father. You know, that woman just walked past me. I saw her, Lord. Oh, Jesus. Right. I did lust after her. I did covet. Right. You know what I'm saying? You got to be honest. You got to own that bad boy. You can't come to Jesus and be like, you know, Jesus, I didn't really want her. You know, I wasn't really looking at her. You know what I'm saying? I'm good. I'm good. You can't be like that with Jesus. He saw you do it. You understand that? He saw you do it. You did sin. Understand God is perfect. He's holy. But this is why he went to the cross. He understands these things. He doesn't justify the sin, but he understands it. You know what I'm saying? So you have to be honest. Pluck it out. Lord, please. I just did this. I just did that. I did this. Pluck it out. Right now. Look at this. This is real. This is real talk right here. OK, I'm telling y'all this is live and direct. So. You know, I'm on social media now. Invariably, my channels are clean. I don't play that. OK, my channels are clean. But invariably, you know, everybody on there is not a Christian. So invariably, from time to time, some woman is going to change up how she dress. Right. And she's going to come out in something scantily, barely covering her figure. And it's like, OK, you ignore it the first time. It's like, OK, I don't know why she did that. You know, uh, well, yeah, I do. Because she in the world It's like, you know what? Go past that. Sorry, Lord. You know, but then every time you you 
you go by that channel, she's still wearing scantily class stuff. You know what you got to say? Just like I had to say, this literally just happened on my steps in the house while I was I was responding to social media. And then I saw like one woman, she barely got clothes. I was like, what is this? Sorry, Lord. Let me scroll past that. And then it's like, boom, here's somebody else. I'm like, what is, you know what? I prayed, right? Because I'm going to tell you, one of the women I did look at, I was like, oh, she's pretty, right? And then I was like, Jesus, oh, God, oh, no. I said, you know, I am so sorry. Lord, God, please help me. And even as I was saying it, the thought occurred to me, Mike, you already know what to do. You already know what to do. Pluck it out. Oh, Jesus, thank you. Pluck it out. Delete. Delete. Block. Delete, unfollow. Why? Because I don't need to have that presented to me. I, I don't need that. You know what I'm saying? It's like if somebody is coming at you some type of way with some ungodliness, whether it's, you know, because these people have chosen to dress like that. But guess what? You chose to follow them. And when, you know, maybe they wasn't looking like that at first. But then when you see, wait a minute. Oh, what is this? The ungodliness? Man, delete. But your mind will say, oh, but the content is so good. Delete, buddy. Get that junk out of here. I'm not playing with I'm not playing with sin. You got to pluck it out. So you tell on yourself, Lord, please. I told on myself. And again, I don't know what I'm going to be saying when I come on here. But it's it's what there's what I believe the Holy Spirit is leading me to tell y'all. Right. So you can get out of the trap. Don't even get in the trap. Right. I told on myself, Lord, you just saw me do X, Y, and Z. I just looked at that woman, Lord. I'm so sorry, Lord. Oh, God, please help me. And as soon as I said, like, help me, he's already letting me know. Like, okay, you know what to do. Handle your business. That's, that's, there's nothing else to say. <laughs> there's no long, lengthy prayer. It's like, cut it off. Cut it off. Don't feed your flesh. Cut that thing off at the root. Now, the scripture says that if you confess your sin, he is faithful and just to forgive you and to cleanse you of your unrighteousness. See, so that it's right there. If it's another if then if you do this, then he'll do that. If you confess your sins, then right. He is faithful and just to forgive you of your sins and to cleanse you of your unrighteousness. So the devil wants us to be ashamed. He wants you to be ashamed and not say what you did because he knows he was there tempting you. And then you stepped, you did, you looked at that picture a little bit like I did. I looked at that picture a little bit too long. Oh, Jesus, you know what? I'm sorry, Lord. And you can't front. You got to be honest because you know what you just did. Somebody around you might be like, dude, what's the matter? You didn't do nothing. You ain't do nothing. Don't let people deceive you. You have a conscience and you have the Holy Ghost. So if you do something that steps out of alignment with what the Holy Ghost has trained you, you must confess it. Confess. Right. Quickly, quickly, quickly. Right. It's like the devil's trying to hogtie you. It's like he's trying to he's trying to bind you up. Right. It's like that Greco wrestling. You know, they're flipping around on the mat and whatnot. And each person's trying to pin the other person. It's like that. And the scripture says we wrestle not against flesh and blood. They're talking about that type of imagery, that type of wrestling where they're flipping each over, flipping each 
uh, other over on the mat and they're trying to not like this WWF wrestling nonsense. I mean, real wrestling, like Olympic wrestling, that type of stuff. Right. That's what's going on in the spirit. Constantly trying to bind you up, constantly trying to put you in a chokehold. We're constantly trying to put the devil and, and the flesh in a chokehold. Right. In a submission, we're trying to break them jokers. Right. That's what's up. But when you sin, when there's the temptation, and so for me, there was the temptation. And then what did I do? I looked at it too long. And I knew as soon as I did, I said, oh, Jesus, no, no, no. Oh, no, no, no. Mm-mm-mm. Mm-mm. Right? What happened? The enemy got the upper hand on me for a little bit. And then what did I do? Ho, ho, I'm telling. I confess my sin. I told on myself. I plucked that joker right out. I told. And now what? He forgave me of my unrighteousness. The thing doesn't even exist anymore. And then what did I do? Boom! I body slammed that joker on the freaking concrete. That is how you do it. That's how you do it. Okay? That's how you do it. So two ways to pluck it out. You tell on yourself. Don't hide it. Don't act like you're not doing it. You be honest and you tell on yourself, right? Number two, stop doing the thing that you was doing. Get rid of it. If it's somebody on social media, delete it. Unfollow them. If it's somebody at your job and, oh, for, you know, they coming around giving you the eye. Hey, girl. Hey, God. You know, whatever it is, it's like, mm, 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 mm. oh, no, 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 no. We're not doing that. Right. I remember when there was a point in time when I had to stop going in the break room at my nine to five. Why? Because the devil would always send the he send the women into the break room. Right. I'm sitting there trying to eat my my business. Here they come. Hey, hey. I'm like, uh, OK. I was married at the time and my wife, she knew what was up. I, she even came in the office with me and saw one of them. And she peeped around and was like, mm hmm. Mm hmm. Yep. Yep. Oh, that's the Jezebel. Yep. 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 So, you know, it's like nobody would be in the break room until I go in to eat my food and, you know, watch whatever I'm watching on YouTube or whatever. Or, you know what I'm saying? And then all of a sudden, here they come. Hey. So it got to the point. It's like, you know what, dude? You know what the devil is doing. Stop eating lunch in that break room. Go in your little cubicle there in the office. Shut the door. They ain't going to come up in your space. Shut the door. Oh, but I gotta have. Why well, I gotta eat lunch by myself? Shh, pluck it out. Don't play. Don't play with the sin, right? And what did I do? I stopped eating lunch in there. <laughs> I didn't play that. So when the Holy Ghost lets you know, or you know that, okay, one you're in sin. Like I sinned tonight, but then I confessed it very quickly. Hey, I did this. Uh oh. But then in the other place, like well, when I was eating lunch, it's like, OK, I didn't sin. But it's like the enemy keeps putting the temptation in front of me. Right. Hey, putting it in front of me. It's like, OK, I don't want that. I don't want that. But once you realize what the enemy is doing, why would you stay in there? See, that's the thing. Christians are like they think they're they're Superman or invulnerable. It's like, no, you're not. Get out of there. Pluck that thing out. Now, if I had just said, no, 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 Holy Ghost, I'm going to just eat in here. I ain't doing nothing wrong. I'm gonna just, I mean, who knows what would have came out of it, right? You know what I'm saying? But what I did, I plucked it out. <laughs> I just removed myself from the situation, 
was obedient to the Holy Ghost. I ate my food and then did work. And the problem was removed. <laughs> it's just that simple. They're like, man, he repented. Just that simple. OK, so I just wanted to come and share these things with you. Like I said, this is real time. That thing happened. And y'all know I'm, I'm I try to be Mr. Transparency. Why? So you can get out of it. Right. You can get out of it. It only took me like it took me like, well, I don't know, a few seconds to get out of it. But it might not take you a few seconds to get out of it. It might take you a couple of weeks, a couple of months. You might get yourself in something that takes a couple of years. Guess what? You don't have time to be playing around like that. We, it's time to march. It's time to bear arms. You know, it's, it's time. It's time. It's time. No time for shenanigans. So, yep. And see, I told on me. And now I'm telling y'all, it's like, ooh, I told on me. I did this. So this is to encourage you also, look. I'm being upfront with you. This is how you got to be with Jesus. So some people will say, oh, Michael, how do you get this in your life? And how do you get these blessings? And da, 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 da. It starts with that. You humble yourself before God. You be honest and you tell on yourself. You don't play with sin. You be honest about it. The Lord will bless you. But if you want to, you know, shuck and jive and, and flirt around with Jezebel and hang out and guess what? Your blessings are going to be greatly diminished and hindered. Right. So you decide. Right. Again, God says before you life and death, blessings and cursings. You choose. You're going to move forward and allow that temptation to grow into sin so that when it is fully conceived and grown, it, it, it's death. You're going to let yourself be destroyed by that. These little foxes. See, these little infractions and people want to make, oh, that's just a small thing. Oh, that's just this. It's just that. So you minimizing the thing. It's sin. There's no just sin. Sin is sin. It is sin. Right? I just lusted after her. That's all I did. You sinned. I just took a little something, son. You know, I wasn't, I was just a little bit. He ain't really needed. You stole. You covered it. You sinned. Don't minimize it. It's sin. One sin is enough to get you cast into hell. Do you understand this? When you break the commandments, this, the, the scripture says it's punishable by death. This is why Jesus came. This is why we have the law. People say, well, the, the Ten Commandments is invalidated now because we have the New Testament. No, that just means you don't understand why God gave us the Ten Commandments in the first place. He gave the Ten Commandments because humans, humans cannot pass that law. They will break that law. They will fail in that law. So therefore, no human is perfect. No human can stand up before God and say that I didn't sin. I, 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 I held your law perfectly without spot or blemish and I never sinned. No human can do that. And how was Jesus able to? Jesus is God. But remember, Jesus was in the similitude of a man, right? The sins of the father. Well, Jesus's father is God almighty. Amen. He is father God. Jesus's father does not have any sin. Thus, there was no sins of the father to be passed down to Jesus. Do you understand that? Right. God is with you. Don't be deceived. Don't deceive yourself about sin. Don't play with it. Get rid of it. Pluck it out. 
because all the devil needs is a moment. Oh, you give him an inch, he's going to take that mile. And what a lot of people don't understand is I learned this the hard way. Some things you think are just so simple. Oh, it's not that big a deal. You know what? That will lead to something that's going to take you decades. This is not an exaggeration. It will take you decades. Because even if the Lord, even when you finally confess the sin and, and you repent, guess what? You drop the pebble in the pond, man. Blink. There's the ripples. Boom, 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 boom. Going out, going out, going out. There's consequences. Consequences. Please, I, I don't play that no more. I used to. I'd be like, I can take it. No, no, no. I don't want to take it. So when we were kids, I'm, I'm coming to a close here, right? When we were kids, my mom and I was just, we was just laughing about this the other day. <laughs> my, mom, my mom was like, when we were kids, no matter what I would do, you know, my mom be like, Mike, did you do so-and-so? No, mom. Nope, sure didn't. Mm-mm, didn't do it. And she would know I was lying. She'd be like, and she'd give me a chance. Mike. Did you do so-and-so? Mm, nope, sure did not. And of course, you know what happened, right? Okay, she gets the, the belt or the switch out or whatnot, you know, you get that whooping. There's no way around it. It's like, oh, oh bop, bop, bop. okay. But my little brother was not like that. <laughs> my little brother Derek was not like that. You look at Derek now, Derek's like this big, huge, like he looks like a football player, like a big manly man, right? But but back then he wasn't. He was just a little scrawny kid, right? <laughs> Who did not want to get a whooping. So Derek did not play the, you know, if he did something wrong and, and mom or, or dad would ask, did you do this? Eh, right? He's going to tell him, yeah, you know, because he didn't want the belt. The belt comes out, eh, no, no, right? That's how, that's how you got to be with sin, right? Tell on yourself quickly. Oh, no, no, no. Because you don't, I, that's how I am now. I've had consequences so much. God didn't allow it to destroy me. He didn't allow me to be killed. You know what I'm saying? But it was it literally lasted decades, month after month, year after grueling year, one year, two year, three years, five years, seven years, 10 years, 12 years, 15 years, 20 years. Oh, I'm not making this up. So by the time I got out of all of that. I said, I'm done. I'm done. I'm not playing. Uh, 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 uh. I don't play with sin no more. I'm done. You, you understand that? So guess what? If you have not been in a situation like I was in that took literally, actually over 20 years because of your sin, you don't have to learn it the hard way. This is why we have the Bible. This is why God has the examples in the Bible. They're not tales. Their accounts, these things really happen to these people. So he's letting you see. So you don't have to learn it the hard way. That's why it's there. He brings people across your path like me. That's going to tell on themselves. I will tell. I ain't got nothing to hide. I done done it. I done did it. I done been there. I done done it all. Right. But God was merciful. Hallelujah. And now should I act like I like my stuff don't stink? Should I act like I don't sin when I know good and well I sin and everybody sins? I do sin less than I used to sin. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Right. But he's having me to tell you these things and people like me. Why? So you don't have to make the same mistake. Be humble and learn vicariously through people that have already made those uh, hellacious mistakes. Okay, 
And that is that for today's lesson. Yes. All right. So remember, temptation is not the sin. What you do with it after, that's what leads to the sin. You tempted to, you know, there was Adam and Eve was tempted. She didn't have to eat the fruit. But she ate the fruit. And then Adam got the fruit. And what did he do? He ate it. They didn't have to do it. Them being tempted to eat was not the sin. It was that they disobeyed and they ate the fruit. That is the sin. Don't let Satan trick you. Don't let your mind trick you. So you walking around feeling ashamed. Oh, I was tempted to do so and so. Even if you didn't sin, the devil will just be whipping you. Waka! You, 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 you dirty, filthy person. You know you was thinking about doing so and so. Waka! Just whipping you. Just whipping you. Yeah! Having a good old time. But you didn't even actually sin. You was just tempted. But Jesus was tempted. Temptation is not the sin. It's what you do after it. Okay? That's what it is. Telling yourself. Pluck it out. Right? Go to God and telling yourself. You pluck it out that way. And then you stop doing whatever it was that you was doing. Or if you're in a situation, like I said, I was in the lunchroom, right? The enemy is bringing in, you know, a particular type of a woman, right? With lustful spirits on her, right? You know what I'm saying? Pick, you know what I'm saying? And then at some point, the, the Holy Spirit, just, just, just get out of there. Don't eat lunch in there anymore. Don't just remove yourself from the situation. Oh, okay. Done. That was that. Pluck it out. Don't play with it. Okay, that's it. So I'll always remember, hey, one, I love you with the love of the Lord. Two, right? Submit yourself unto God. Then resist the devil and he will flee from you. Until next time, aloha and be blessed.